It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You are listening to the next Best Picture podcast. And this is my interview with the star from Pig and Old, Alex Wolf. I'm looking for a truffle pig. Someone's star. I don't understand. Tell him who you are. You made the right choice being out there in the woods. There's nothing here for you anymore. There's really nothing here for most of us. Buy yourself a new pig. What are you thinking? I remember every meal I ever cooked. I remember every person I ever served. You live your life for them, and they don't even see you. You don't even see yourself. my pig. What happened to her mom? I don't know. What happened to her? Body has decomposed. How quickly can that happen? Seven years. But she just died. Wait, where are the kids? Trent! Kara! Come here! Hey, have you seen my children? Mom? I'm, I'm right here. Why are you looking at me like that? Hey, Alex, how's it going? Hey, Matt, how you doing? I'm doing really, really well today. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you for taking the time to do this. Of course. I've been excited for this. I, I like made sure we could do it. I'm very excited to talk to you, too. I can't. First of all, I want to just say I got to gush for a moment here. Hereditary is like one of my favorite movies of all time. And I just love that you are a part of that movie. Oh, but thank you, man. not only that, but you've just had such an exciting career over these last couple of years. You starred in big projects like Jumanji, Hereditary, as I mentioned before, Patriot's Day. And now you've got a one two punch happening uh, these next two weeks with Pig and Old. I mean, yeah, geez, man, you got you got to be feeling great. Oh, thank you so much. What a nice way to open an interview. Um, that is super, super, super nice. I'm, 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 I'm sorry is, is so talented and I, I was so lucky to be in that movie. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, so as I mentioned before, you got two big movies coming out now over the next, uh, two weeks here. And I've just been very, very fascinated, uh, by your career ever since I uh, saw you in Hereditary and seeing how you're getting to the stage now where you're taking on very, very different roles than the previous one. You don't ever seem to really repeat yourself uh, that often here. Oh, thank you. Yeah. You know, it's like you're you're hard to necessarily, uh, you know, put in a box, if you will. And I like that. What, what draws you to a, to a part? Is it the character? Is it the filmmaker, the script? What is it that you're looking for as an actor when you are receiving new material? 
Well, you're making me blush, man. That's that's really that's that's uh, about the nicest thing you could ever say to an actor. Um, <laughs> it's, it's it's really really uh, kind, and I've been doing a million trillion interviews for these movies, and nobody has been that on the money and and kind and saying exactly what I want to hear. I'm almost uh, concerned that my mother put you up to this, and my mother's putting you to say this stuff to me. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, but I really appreciate it. You know, the only consistent theme in my career or my life has been that there's not one consistent theme at all. And that I've been completely all instinct since I was a kid. And I think um, part of the reason I connected to old so much was my sort of immaturity is a great word to put it, a great way to put it in that I, I kind of don't intellectualize anything. I didn't ever really get to that point where I think a lot of people entering into an adult portion of their life get into a pattern of intellectualizing or planning or, or scheduling their life and, and oh I want to do this then and this then and I just kind of go oh I want this now and I just go for it and I devour it and um, and I have an intense focus on the things that I'm excited about and so I kind of chop down and say this is what I want to do now until I've eaten all the, the meat surrounding the bone and then when I <laughs> you know, get to the bottom. I, I can never eat that meat again. And I feel sick, even at the idea of it. So then I move on to a completely different thing and I devour that. So that's, that's kind of my mode. So that, that was part of the reason I got so into old, not to be trite and tied in, but I felt like I, I connected with um, a, a young kid who, who's set on his emotions and his passions rather than being too rational or being too, um, uh, what is that called? Uh, realistic, but there's a better word. Yeah. Practical. Pragmatic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm anti practice So you get the seven night Shyamalan script and you, you, you're about the same generation as I am. You know that the guy has had some very big hits and you also know the guys had a few misses here and there. And I'm sure he would admit to that as well. You read this script. What is the thing other than uh, the character that uh, jumps out of you? Is the fact that it's uh, shot on this, say, beautiful beach location, so you know you're going to get some time in the sun? Is it just the idea of working with M. Night Shyamalan? W what else besides the character uh, really drew you to this one? Well, I'd say that it's sort of a mosaic of things, you know, all working in tandem. Mm -hmm. There was so many things that was going for this and so many things that excited me, it almost maxed out and my, my brain short circuited, you know, like wow. too many things yeah. that were exciting about it. Um, and I feel that Knight has been a visionary since the beginning and he's always been a visionary and it always embarrasses me if people don't like his movies. Like if anybody doesn't like, I feel embarrassed for them because they're so obviously on the wrong side of history in terms of his long-term career. And people said the same thing about some Hitchcock movies or whatever. And obviously Knight has predominantly made massive successes and has been one of the mm -hmm. true icons and, and um, emperors of, of auteur and auteurs in this, in this business. But even more than that, I feel that he's a, trendsetter and a visionary and a real singular talent. And I have always been so enamored with people who take risks and instead don't let the world 
knock them down ever. Instead, it seems to fuel them like, well, fuck you. You don't like it. Then, then I'm going to do even more of that. And I'm going to divert your expectations again. And, and he's incredible because you can't put him in a box, no matter how hard you try, you know, he, you try yeah. and catch him and say, okay, you're going to do this. And he goes, no, I want to make a movie on the beach where time is moving. And everyone's like, okay, pack up your things, guys. <laughs> We're going to do that now. You know, he's just, we're not going to be in the suburbs of Philadelphia for this one. Nope. <laughs> and and I think there's a thorough line there also with Pig in that it is also subverting expectations and also takes us on a very surprising type of journey uh, with the Nick, Nicolas Cage character. Uh, you have a supporting role in that film as a young truffle dealer. And have you gotten to see the film yet? Yeah. Mm hmm. Okay, great. Yeah, no, it, it's awesome. <laughs> I, it <laughs> yeah. is fantastic. And in playing that role as well, would you say that there was also a similar um, enticing aspect to Pig in that you read the screenplay and you go, oh, my God, like that did not go where I thought it was going Absolutely. to go. Absolutely. I mean, it was it was the most wonderful twist of all was that that the story is about friendship and loss and 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 um love in a way that's so unexpected when the, the movie is promises the revenge and then leaves you with something so much deeper you know you expect candy and you get a full rich uh nutritious meal and so yeah. I, I just feel like lucky in every single regard to be a part of that movie Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts. So you're shooting in the Dominican Republic for old. You have this large cast of actors on this beach. Take us a little bit into the uh, process of having all these actors uh, in this setting. Is there a rehearsal process? Is, are there table reads beforehand? Uh, what was the coordination like with M. Night Shyamalan and the actors? There was all of that. There was all of that. Wow. A lot of rehearsal, a lot of um, table reads, a lot of that stuff, you know, more than you get on most movies. Yeah. You're having to do something that, uh, like you said before, you connected to emotionally. Uh, but I have to imagine that there was a degree of difficulty with getting in the mindset of a six-year-old. Uh, what would you say was the most challenging scene to shoot? And then also on the flip side of that, what was the most fun scene to shoot? I would couple them together and I would say that the most oh. fun scene to shoot was the most difficult scene to shoot. And, you know, 
I think that the movie was in is was really emotionally difficult and really emotionally fun and rewarding. Um, and sometimes mm-hmm. something can just be difficult and rewarding, but this was difficult and fun. You know, it really was magical getting to run around and be in the ocean and uh, and to be a kid is the most freeing thing in the world. You feel like you can make a fool of yourself and, and you, you're encouraged to do it. You know, the, the difficulty was, was getting raw and making sure you're doing a good job and you really want to work with the other people. You know, you want, you want to get the best out of them and you want them to get the best out of you and you really want to be listening. So I don't know, the whole thing was its own dance. It's hard to even talk about it as difficult or not difficult because it was just so singular and so individual doing it and, and watching it. I mean, it's just like nothing else. So I think it's hard to compare it to anything or even put a, um, an adjective of what, what it was. It was, it was just kind of special and magical and explosive. And then tell me what it's like uh, acting opposite Nicolas Cage, because I have to imagine as once again, someone coming from you know we're like both from the same generation here he's got to have like this i'm sure magnetic star quality about him where you're just like oh my god oh yeah i'm i'm acting opposite nicholas cage <laughs> oh yeah absolutely man i mean he is you know and i've said this in a billion interviews and i really mean it he's he's part of the whole reason i'm one still acting at all and two um i started acting in the first place because his movies his performances to me were the most interesting, fascinating and brilliant and nuanced and colored uh, than any other performance from any other actor, especially in the long span of his career. I found, you know, performances from Raising Arizona to Joe to Mandy to Adaptation to um, Matchstick Men to Family Man. I mean, it's the, it goes on and on with the greatest performances you could ever find with one actor. It's, it's just extraordinary. And so it wasn't just a fan of Nick Cage. I felt like I was the fan of Nick Cage. It, what He was the person I went to and I would watch anything during Hereditary if I was struggling or during Patriot's Day or any of these movies I would be going. Actually, Patriot's Day, me and my friend, while I was doing it, did an entire Nick film festival. And I watched, we watched every single Nick Cage movie. Oh, wow. Uh, every single one um, from when he was young. And we did like a film festival and I would just come home from filming and watch it with my friend who was living with me during it. And it was the most uh, just exhilarating experience. And then when I got to meet him, for whatever reason, your your fandom and your excitement doesn't go away. Instead, he just softens it for you. So you feel so safe to be with him. And you feel so safe um, working with him, taking risks with him. He he guides you through. He's like a biblical figure um, kind of reaching out and, and uh, guiding you across the water when you didn't even realize that you walked through a pool of sharks and then you look back like holy shit i did that you know that's kind of the metaphor i use is that he finds a way to make bring everybody up and make everybody feel safe at the same time it's it's one in a million that's amazing that's so great to hear i i also kind of equated too to what you said earlier about m night Shyamalan, where it's like yeah okay fine maybe he's had some you know patches here or there but you know History is going to look on him very, very kindly when everything is all said no, and done. No, but I even mean on the movies that maybe necessarily didn't work. I, I, I want to make that clear. It's not just that I'm like, oh, they'll forget about that. I think that those movies have brilliant surges in them. And I think if things don't hold together as as are in certain people's minds of, of cohesiveness, I think that anybody who, who decided to 
pan them or dismiss them is just not a uh, nuanced, deep film lover. And I think if you know Kurosawa and you know these kind of more out there references of his and his influences, you see what, what a high level he's operating on. And anybody you talk to, like Nick Cage or Peter Berg, they all see Shyamalan through any portion of his career as a true um, trailblazer. Yeah. He's got another movie coming out. I saw at Sundance called Prisoners of the Ghost Land. And uh, if you haven't seen it yet, get ready. As a fan, I think you're going to love oh, it. Oh, no, no, no. I was just talking about Night. I was just talking about Shyamalan. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, Nick, Nick, everybody knows. Nick is not a, I don't think in any regard, is not a controversial, you know, everybody knows that he is, that we, you know, probably in the top five. He's on the Mount Rushmore of greatest actors in the world. I think Knight is too known that way, but I think occasionally... You know, people talk about this phase maybe where critics didn't go for a couple of his more uh, studio experimental movies. But I find that they're they're some of the more interesting, huge movies that have ever been made, ever. Yeah. In keeping with the uh, theme of Pig here, I have to ask, um, is there a particular meal or restaurant experience that you've ever had that just stands out in your mind as the best of all time? Wow, what a great question. What a great question. <laughs> Shit. Um, there's a restaurant in New York called Japonica. That's a sushi restaurant that they seem to consistently make food, uh, just delicious, juicy, tender um, fish that I, I don't know how they do it. That tastes better than anywhere in the world. And, and that's pretty incredible. I had a few meals in Italy that really took my breath away in Ischia, which is a very small part of, of Italy. And I went there and I had a few pasta dishes that kind of melted in my mouth. I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but it was right on this little island. I had a great meal with Nick. Um, we went to this great sushi place there as well that Nick uh, took me to in Portland. And that was pretty, pretty amazing food. Wow. Yeah, that that's oh man. I, I gotta tell you, as someone who lives in New York, I am definitely going to Japonica uh this weekend now, based on your recommendation. Oh, you gotta do it, man. It's my favorite restaurant in New York. Oh, all right. I am super excited. I'm gonna try and make this happen Saturday night now. This is definitely my plan. <laughs> oh my god, amazing. I'll come with you. Hell yeah, let's do it. Maybe you and I'll go. I would love that. And then a uh, question tying to the theme of old here. What is one thing about getting older that frightens you and one thing that excites you? Hair loss is scary. I hope I don't bald. Not anything against bald people. Some people can work it, but I feel like my face is already, you know, um, yeah, complicated. I got a complicated face. I'm laughing because I, I myself am bald and I've just accepted it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, to some people it really works. I think some people look handsome with it. I'm very worried that I wouldn't. So that scares me. Um, I'm scared of not being able to, like, run around and because and, I love playing around and I love, like, you know, playing sports and stuff. So that would be really hard. Something that excites me is I think I'm just going to be like so awesome later on. Like I'm not even close to the, I, I feel like now I'm like every year I get to be a little less bad a version of myself. I feel like by the age of like 56 or something, I'll just be cranky and, and, and totally honest and, and I'll just do whatever the fuck I want. So I'm looking forward to just being completely brash and having no bounds. Yeah, I, I, I always envision I'll uh, I'll be a, you know, senior citizen badass myself at some point. But, uh, you know, do it together. At <laughs> exactly. 
Uh, so at this stage in your career, you're only 23 years old, which is pretty remarkable, all things considered. And a question that we like to ask here on the podcast is, what's next? Uh, you got these two movies right now. Obviously, things are going great. What's next for you? What's next is I'm going to go to Japonica with my friend. <laughs> I love it. Let's that's, do it. That's next. That's my main thing with you. Fantastic. Well, Alex, I really, really thank you for the time here today, man. This was great. And congratulations on Old and Pig both releasing over the next two weeks here. Thank you so much, bro. All right. You have a good one. See you at Japonica. Yep. Take care. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to my interview with Alex Wolf here on the Next Best Picture podcast. Both Pig and Old are currently playing in theaters from Neon and Universal Pictures, respectively. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you will get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.